Welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced by the students in the Public Relations Program in the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State University. Welcome back to the Digital PR Podcast. My name is Chloe, and I have here with me... Yari. And today, we are going to be digging into something that both Yari and I are a big fan of. Very passionate about. Very passionate about. Um, formal, former One Direction member Harry Styles, um, his marketing tactics and PR tactics for his albums. Um, especially, this is recent news since he just had a music video drop with a new song called As It Was. Go check it out. It's absolutely amazing. Love it. Love it. And Favorite he, song. <laughs> and, he has, and he has announced that he is dropping another album. So let's talk about his, you know, what he's used in the past and what he's doing currently to um, get some hype up for his new album. I feel like everyone knows who One Direction is. And maybe, like, at some point, we're a fan of them. Yes. Yeah. I know I was a big fan. I was a big fan, for sure. I have the hairstyle style, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think after the band ended, I yeah. think Harry Styles, each one did their own different things, but we're going to focus on Harry Styles. And his first album, I will say, underperformed. Yeah, it's like he didn't have the backing of, like, a whole boy band to do the marketing and all of that for him. And even though, like, obviously he's still a big name, you know, Harry Styles, his first album, I don't think he really understood exactly where he was going when it came to marketing and tactics. Yeah, I agree, I agree. And I feel like he didn't know who he was. Yeah, because, you know, getting out of a boy band for however many years, he did that little acting gig, Mm -hmm. and then now what? Now what, yeah. Even, like, the first album, the name, it was just Harry Styles, you know? There was no hype no. to that, nothing like that. So he's really starting to shine a little bit more in the marketing. Now, especially. And I feel like his first album was more soft rock, and now mm-hmm. it's more pop. Yes, definitely. He's definitely leaned into that. Yeah. How would you describe his aesthetic over time? I feel like it's kind of, like, always changing, and it's changing with everything that he's doing. So, like, how his first album, we said it was a little underperforming. We weren't really expecting that. It's kind of soft rock. Now he's moved into pop, and he's leaned into, you know, like, wearing bright colors, all that kind of stuff. What do you think? Yeah, I think that he kind of he, – he branded himself, like you said, as a fashion icon – and espe- especially with the the Vogue magazine cover, yes, he's kind of breaking gender norms, and that's kind of what he's known for. Yeah, I wanted to say that he like since leaving the boy band has kind of become more like ambiguous when it comes to gender, yeah. like trying to like blur that Inclusive. line. Inclusive, yes, and like between like femininity and masculinity, and I think the fact that he attracts so many different people by doing this. And, you know, not caring about gender and having his own aesthetic is why a lot of these marketing tactics work for him. Yeah. And what would have been nice to see before Harry Styles, the album, came out. Yeah. He's also known for the treat people with kindness slogan. 
Yeah, he's kind of branded himself as being this inclusive, positive, be king. who you are. Yes, king. 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 king of um, self-love, Harry Styles is. Um, so that he used a lot of that, especially going into Fine Line, his second album. Um, to start that out, he created a website, and it just said, do you know who you are? And you could put your name in there. And the first message when you put it in, because it was before the album came out, before anything came out, you would put your name and the message would come out, your name, you are patiently waiting for something to happen, dash H, which is how he signs off his tweets, right? Yeah. So how did, how did you feel about that campaign and using that? Because it changed over time and the messages would change. It would be really nice compliments to give to the fans and it would be personalized. It would have their names and people would be able to screenshot it and post it on social media. I thought it was a smart smart way to market because I feel like um, that's user-generated content. Yeah, when people were posting it and that yeah. kind of stuff, getting like the hype up for the album. Yeah, it's like suspenseful and you don't know what's coming and it's like you're hyping, you're hyping your ba- fan base up. Yeah, up. Hi- hyping them up and also sticking to that brand of being like kind, having positive messages and also do you know who you are is lyrics from Mm -hmm. the lights up music video and that was promotion for the lights up music video right yeah and then it just kind of stuck stuck around throughout the entirety of the album promotion also just to add he had he posted posters oh yeah that's right around uh different cities i think i know in Mm -hmm. la and i think new york and london for sure oh yeah oh yeah from london british boy obviously yeah Another cool thing that he did with uh, generating messages for his fans was throughout the, as he was releasing more music videos, he would change the compliments so they would be targeted to each music video. So he has a song called Golden, and before he put the Golden music video out, the name generator thing would say, your name, you're so golden. And then when he was going on to the Adore You music video, he kind of hinted at the whole Erodia Mm -hmm. campaign, which is what we were going to get into next. Yes. Also, uh, just to mention real quick, uh, the website would also change aesthetic to fit. Yeah, that's to right. To fit the... The music video. The aesthetic, aesthetic of the music video, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he... That's the other thing about Harry Styles that I do love that I think also keeps fans entertained is that he's constantly switching it up. Yeah. Each music video is going to look different. The you never rest. Exactly. You never rest. You're As a Harry Styles fan, you are never sleeping. And, like, if you compare, like, the Harry Styles falling video versus Adore You, for mm-hmm. example, completely different. Same Same kind of vibe, you know? Like, you can tell it's on fine line, but they're completely different. Yeah. Especially Lights Up. Lights up was lights up was completely different to what Golding is what what watermelon sugar is. Mm-hmm. Those and are what, what adore you is what adore you is now adore you the marketing the PR tactics that went into the promotion of this video. I thought it was a really good campaign. It was amazing. So for anyone who's not familiar, um, for Adore You, he changed the message on that website. It would say, like, the person's name, you're going to visit Erodia soon. E-R-O-D-A, okay? So then randomly, like, on, you know, Twitter, there would be, like, there was this random account called, like, Erodia, and they were marketing this tourist location, kind of? Like, what would you call it? It was, like, this fake island that they were pretending 
like it was like a real thing. Yeah. It was Erodia and it, it was, was a website. It was a website and it was a mystical island, I yes. would say. And like there was a lot of fish like kind yeah. of like shown fish. Uh, uh wasn't the fish in the music video? Yes. It was like weird, not weird. It grew. Unique. It grew a lot. It like grew. the more he loved yeah. it, the more it grew. Yeah. But he kept up this act. Like Harry Styles didn't tweet yeah. and say, "Hey, go to Erodia." You know, he he had this website that said you're going to go to Erodia. But then it just kind of like popped off on Twitter. It was a story. It was a story. That's that's what was so unique about it. It was a story. Yes, he was using storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like, they always tell us to do in PR. He knew, I have to tell a story about Erodia, make people want to go there, make people want to know more about it. And fans were going crazy. Yeah. They loved it. And just to tease a little bit, in the future, it's speculating, people are speculating that he's going to bring back the fish did you hear about that? Oh, I haven't. Yes. And just to like preface a bit, in one of the doors, mm-hmm. he posted, um, it opens and it's a picture of the map of Eroda. <gasps> oh, yeah. that's, see, that's so interesting. He's he keeps it, it consistent. Cons- yeah, consistent. Consistent and bringing it back. Um, and he does that with like this, and I think we really see this like treasure hunting, Easter mm-hmm. eggs, and kind of let the fans do all the work. Because like yeah. you said, they're dedicated. They want to know what he's doing next. Which keeps the fans engaged and keeps engagement up. Yeah, and interacting. And that was the cool thing about the Twitter account too, yeah. is that the Twitter account would reply to Harry Styles fans. And everyone was kind of like, what is what is going on? Like, mm-hmm. what is this account? Whatever, and you come to find out, well, Erodia backwards is a door. Yeah. And it was for the Adore You music video. And throughout that video, too, he kept it consistent with how they kind of branded Erodia mm-hmm. to be, right? And like um, things you could find on the website, like the, on the website for Erodia, there was like attraction page, like food, all that. You could see them in the back of the video, like certain, oh, I wish I had some examples but like certain like like fish fry places would be mm-hmm. in the background of his video the different stores because mm-hmm. yeah. it was like it was a town yeah it was a community and harry was a character in it where it was like his characteristics was he had a smile that brightened everyone up was yeah like brighten their day yeah. but every like nobody it was kind nobody of like a depressive it. town yeah so he was an like, outcast which is marketing to people his fan base who feel like outsiders yes and to go into that more of Harry Styles fans kind of feeling like outsiders or outcasts, we see that a lot with the promotion of his new album, Harry's Home. Uh, there was an Instagram page, a Twitter, and a website dedicated to this You Are Home messaging, which um, on the Instagram, they just post pictures of doors that are half open, and you can see something through the like behind the door, but you can't fully see it. So it's kind of more like of that treasure hunting tactic people are talking about what is it? What does it mean? And then on Twitter, um, they post kind of uh, inspirational tweets that are like, you are home, the door is open, come on in, welcome home, when was the last time you felt at home? Kind of bringing these people who may feel like outsiders or aren't included in normal, you know, mainstream stuff, even though hairstyle still is kind of mainstream. It's, you know, gives them a sense of home and security and that kind of stuff. And also the tweets, other tweets are just kind of random stuff. And people are speculating if it's lyrics or what it is. More treasure hunting as a Harry Styles fan. Never sleeping. Always thinking. What do you think? I think that he's always done things very subliminally. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I just always find it interesting how the fans, like, connect it. Like, they how love do, it. How do they find this stuff? Because I'm a huge fan, personally. Right. And I cannot tell you what one of the pictures of that door was any t- no. at, at any moment in time. Like, I could not connect it. So I think, I mean, I'm not saying conspiracy theory, but is there someone that's, like, from the team, maybe? Oh, like that's a good starting thought. Starting the, the fire. Didn't think about that because he doesn't really talk to the fans. He doesn't, he doesn't talk to the fans, which, personally, not my favorite part of his marketing tactic. I think you should definitely, like, connect with the fans more. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Especially since he's he he's putting them to work. He, he putting is. Putting us to work. Like, here's some doors. Figure out what it means. Yeah. Here's a website. You can click on the door. You can open it. But it's going to be the same picture yeah, as I the Instagram. Like I have to do, like, math equations. <laughs> For sure. To get, like, an album. Yeah, just to get an album. Yeah. But, you know, Harry Styles albums, they are worth it. Actually, ever since we started filming this podcast, he broke the Guinness World Record for most stream track for a male in 24 hours with As It Was. So that is a good sign for the rest of the album. Yeah, I'm super proud of him for, like, breaking that record. And I'm super excited for what's to come in the future as a fan, as a Harry Styles fan, and especially as a PR student. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. Please like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode and tune in next week for some fresh new voices. This has been Chloe and Yari signing off. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, share, or send us your comments on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify. Find us on Twitter using the hashtag PROnlineChat. We're looking forward to hearing from you.